Welcome to the Revenue Marketing Report powered by Caliber Mind. This is the podcast for B2B marketers looking to uplevel their skills to succeed in leadership. Jesse Willett, thank you so much for being back on the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself and where we can find you. Hey, everybody. Uh, great to be back here. First of all, I love this show. Uh, I've recorded it earlier on in my uh, journey here, but uh, Jesse Willett, I'm the founder of Lead Magic, which helps people uh, be relevant in the primary inbox. We've got a couple of products out there. We've got one for sort of uh, telling you who's on your website. And then we also have another one for uh, helping you uh, set up domain names and do uh, sort of data uh, loading into some of the other uh, sequencer tools. But, uh, you know, I'm here to talk about this big problem that's coming up uh, February 1st. Right. And today we're talking about specifically, we're giving the background basically on why people should be worried come February 1. And um, if you haven't been paying attention, your response rates for your prospecting emails have already fallen off a cliff. Let's talk about why. Yeah. So, well, what's happening right now is Google is, they're being nice, actually. They're uh, they're shadow banning most of your, your reps because what's happening is they're, if they see over 50 to 100 unsolicited emails go, which have a certain profile, right? But I've talked about there's there's types of emails that come from your company. There's corporate emails, which is like you're just emailing people. There's transactional emails, which are like lost password and those. There's bulk emails, but those are, unless your marketing team's doing something shady, those are usually opt-in. And then there's the fourth kind, which I've talked about, which are sales emails, right? These are ones that come from one of the major engagement platforms, such as Sales Loft and Outreach, and maybe Gong now too. They're getting they're getting themselves into the mix, and there's really little to no personalization. And and by the way, none of the personalization, the relevance, none of it matters for one reason: it's unsolicited. So it it trumps all of the cards that are played. Uh, it's a rock. It beats rock, paper, and scissors on this one. If you send unsolicited emails out of a domain you care about. You will blow up the domain. And now it's not just putting your sales development team in jail. It's now going to put your CEO in jail with them, which is the worst part of this because it's your whole company that will be impacted now. And we've been talking about this for a while, but I think it's about to get extremely real because of what you just described. Your whole company's domain gets put in the garbage. You can't send emails. You're going to get a nasty note from Google saying you've been shut off for not complying. And the reason why so many of us are worried, I think, is not the 5,000 limit a day, not not that sort of thing to be on their radar. What's really scary is this, what is it, 0.3% spam report? Yep. So there's basically 61 days left until this February 1st, but they're already starting. I've already talked to three companies that had such a high spam rate. And what I want to talk about is that math problem here. So what a lot of the quote unquote kind of LinkedIn gurus are saying is they're saying, hey, you can solve this with better copy or better management of your team and like, you know, buy our services, buy our weird tools or buy whatever. It has nothing to do with any of that. What they're looking for is a standard email marketing spam rate, which is around one email gets marked as spam on a thousand. And this spam rate is now inside your Google spam, uh, your, your postmaster tools. And if you go in there and you have it set up, you can actually see it. They won't tell you who reported it, but they will tell you what your spam rate is. And if you go over the spam rate, the problem is there's decimal points involved. And when that happens, it confuses a lot of people in math. You know, <laughs> they're not using the calculator. They haven't put it in GPT or whatever. It's just not right for them. 
So I've seen a few people say, oh, it's one out of a hundred. No, no, no. It's, it's, they're looking for a three out of 1000. Yeah. Rate. And that, that's a normal rate for anybody who does marketing. That's something that marketers have had to deal with for a long time, right? That number is, and that's considered to be high. What your average rate of an unsolicited sales email, it's well into the 20 and 50 range, 20 to 50 per thousand. So what that means is you are going to hit spam rate without a doubt. It doesn't matter what you, you could have your CEO write the email. You could, I even said on one day, I said, you could, it was funny. It was actually the day that Sam Altman got fired from OpenAI. Uh, you know, obviously came back, but it, it I actually made a statement that you could have Sam Altman write the email and from OpenAI, and it would still be over a three on 1000. There is yeah. no way to fix this with personalization, triggers, relevance. I don't, you can buy the most expensive tools you want. It's another problem. It has nothing to do with the content. It's the fact that it is, and I'll pause. It's the fact that it is an unsolicited email. I also want to bring up a UI change within Gmail that took place over the last six months that made this even more of an issue. So Google is doing this really nice thing where they say, you haven't responded or opened such and such email for a while. Is this spam or do you want to unsubscribe? And people who see that don't understand the ramification of hitting spam instead of unsubscribe. So that's, yep. That's and scary. They don't care. <laughs> they shouldn't have to care, but it's, it's what's happening is the UI now, and I've been watching the UIs, depending on what you're using, depending on what it is, the UI actually tells Google and Google is now making it a point to tell your tell their users, I'd say it's called education, right? There's a button, and when you go into the into Gmail and you go in and you type it in, it now says it's been there, but it's now easier. And they're bumping these emails up because they want you to report the bad ones that you don't want. Exactly. They are looking to compete against Slack, against all these other tools, Teams. This is a revenue stream for them. It's not their number one. Of course, we talked about that, but it is something they care about. They need to have a clean inbox and they need to get the spam off of their platform for this to work. So this is such an important point too. I think a lot of people brush this off because Google has delayed pushing off third-party cookies for so long, but people need to understand this is a different business line for them and a very different dynamic. It is in their best interest to protect inboxes so that they can be competitive with companies like Slack. It's not the same advertising income dynamic that you have with cookies. This is a completely different thing. It's real. We've already seen companies drastically impacted by this. And the reason why I want marketers to listen is that you may be saying this is a sales problem. No, this is your company's domain. This is your problem. And you should be paying attention to what's going on in your bulk prospecting tools. You should be looking at the data. You should be putting best practices in place. Please, if this is happening at all in your organization, you should be worried. Yes, it's it's now it's now it's funny. 
Um, I've talked to two organizations. They had such a high spam rate. They have gotten banned. So I have seen now the, um, I have found two. Uh, I found two that ha- it happened to. I found one. Now this one was really bizarre. And uh, they, they got spam, they got banned. And what happened is they had to call their, inv- they had to call their investors and they had to get up in the Google org. So you might not have that luxury because Google puts right. it on. Uh, it, it takes several days for this to come back online. And what people don't understand about email is it's, actually a network protocol. This is not social media. Like social media is on web. It's like HTTP is the protocol. This is blocking. What you don't understand is every business in the world has email. Okay. <laughs> you know, even there's even like, I mean, uh, even crime organizations. Have, I mean, email is just such a, it, it is such a world. Everybody in the world has email. And what you're not understanding is you're, you're giving your sales development team, in most cases, a you're giving them fireworks with an igniter and you're putting them in the middle of a room and you're watching them with weird metrics. And you're basically saying, go light, don't light this on fire. And here's a couple of weird trainers that could help you with personalization and leave and are totally compensated on just coming in the building on an hourly rate. Like, I don't understand how orgs are going to take this risk after February 1. I mean, it's 61 days away and I still get primary email. I mean, how have they not stopped? It it, it can't continue. It's going to break. I cannot wait to see it because I've been saying it for almost, I mean, you actually had me on originally when I first started really coming out on this and predicted it. I mean, it's going to really, really change. And it's because we were seeing changes in our response rates, open rates. And I had this really strong suspicion that people were landing in spam instead of the primary inbox. And it was just a precursor to what's coming. I think what frustrates me so much is marketers historically before all of the changes with GDPR, we treated our contact database like a sandbox. And didn't realize those target accounts are a finite resource with a limited number of people. And every time we send bad messaging, unwanted, unsolicited messaging, we're burning equity. Oh, big time. And I used to have sales reps come and ask me to take people off the marketing list when I was in RevOps because it made it harder to sell. Then we all developed amnesia when we got these bulk prospecting tools and thought, well, now that sales reps are doing it, it's okay. But you need to realize that so many companies are hiring the most junior resource they can that doesn't have business experience with your product or the persona. And they're looking at this as a harmless way for them to learn is by bulk prospecting over email. And it's the furthest thing from the truth. It it really is. And I mean, you make some really good points there. And I think what's really hard is like, a lot of the times they're coordinated, you sort of have this sort of alpha dominated, um, you know, sales org that has this sort of leader that's in place. And, and, and it's going to be kind of like, whatever I say goes right. And it, but what they don't realize is that actually marketers have like a, they're coming out and they're, they're building these amazing demand programs and these amazing programs. And then it's just to be blocked and have their domain just torched. I mean, marketing programs don't have don't impact the domain unless they're doing something, which by the way, HubSpot and, and other uh, marketing automation systems will actually call them first and call them out. I mean, they've been yeah. dealing with this for years. You can't just take a Zoom info list and drop it in your marketing automation. I mean, that that will get you blocked right away by HubSpot. Absolutely. Because they know that. 
Yeah. If you are ignoring this and going around some way, you're doing something wrong already. Um, you need to stay on top of this. It's so scary. Well, Jesse, thank you so much for being here and talking to us about this. Where can right. people find you online to learn more? Yeah, so uh, you can find me over uh, on LinkedIn. I uh, try to answer most of my questions there, um, most of the questions there. If you need anything, just message me. I, I usually try to do it. I put a lot of my links and a lot of the videos of, of this stuff, um, a lot of at least like even the podcasts that I've done. You know, I've been talking about this issue for a while. I predicted it back. I mean, it was right around the time on your show, almost a year and a half ago. And we we I just talked about how I think your traditional sequencers are are going to have some problems, but you can find me on LinkedIn, DM me. I usually try to respond even to people I don't know. I mean, as long as it's not spam as it is, right? Um, but yeah, just just DM me and I'll try to help you for sure. So I feel like we've been a little bit vindicated, unfortunately, and we can no longer be called Chicken Little. No, no, I think that's the uh, that's the thing that's the worst. But I'll tell you, if there's one other part of this that I don't think is noted as much, one of the things that I'm really sort of struggling with um, I'm going to be careful. My, at least my, my lawyers and everybody have told me to take this one easy, but it's, it's a, it's a hard one, but it, one of the things that's kind of annoys me is that I don't feel like the sales engagement platforms have taken a real leadership plat, uh, position on this. No. What I mean by that is the fact that they're still saying that personalization and relevance will get you to the, uh, it, it couldn't be further from the truth, right? It's it, they really need to stop you from sending over a certain amount of cold emails out of one domain. Mm-hmm. And that's where these tools start to change their, 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 their spots, right? If they were, uh, you know, an, an animal and they had a certain color of spots on there, they become a different tool. And, and I know they don't want to admit this, but this is where they're going. And that's why you're seeing tools like Smart Lead and Instantly and some of the other ones that are, they're like, yeah, we don't really care. Go out and burn as many domains as you want. Now, those ones are doing really well. And the reason they're doing so well is because they've kind of admitted, hey, what we're doing is fine. We're going to do it and we don't care. Now, what's happening is the other ones are staying in the lane and they're trying to use tactically, they're trying to say their personalization, their AI, their relevance is going to keep them out of spam. And it has nothing to do with that. I hope they take a leadership position on this. I really do. Well, in a couple days, tune back in because we will be talking about why the definition of personalization is broken and email is still relevant. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Please tell two friends, like, review, subscribe, anything helps. And for more great content like this, check out calibermind.com.